Welcome to The Lead, a podcast about how to get ahead in the media industry from the people who did. I'm Charlotte Norsworthy. If you've been listening to The Lead recently, this disclaimer will sound familiar. This episode, along with the remainder of Season 8 of The Lead, was recorded prior to the COVID-19 outbreak. The University of Georgia has moved into an entirely online campus for the remainder of spring 2020. I hope you're all well and are practicing social distancing. This episode touches on the value that culture can bring to your media diet, something I think we all might need right about now. In this episode, I talked to Grady grad Laura James, the commerce editor for Home and Travel with Discovery. She produces original articles and photo galleries on trending travel and design topics for TravelChannel.com and HGTV.com. In this episode, we discuss reporting on cultural trends and how it connects us with the world at large. But first, a word from our sponsor. This podcast is brought to you by the Cox Institute for Journalism, Innovation, Management, and Leadership at the University of Georgia's Grady College. To learn more, go to grady.uga.edu slash Cox Institute. Now, here's the lead. Welcome to the show, Laura. Thank you. It's great to be here. Welcome back to Grady, of course. And so I want to start with hearing how you got involved in sort of travel and design journalism from your Grady background. How did you know that you wanted to go into that part of the industry? Well, I've always been interested in kind of coming into Grady. I did come in as a journalism major, but I didn't really know. I didn't have like one dream publication that I thought, oh, I definitely want to work there or definitely want to, you know, go into news or something. And um, I had been like the editor at my high school yearbook and um, knew that I liked creating content, writing, photography. Um, And I, my kind of ideal job, I think would have, I would have said at the time would be a magazine editor at like a lifestyle magazine in New York or something, you know, kind of cliche, but um, that's, basically all I kind of knew at the time. But after I started taking classes at Grady, I worked at the Red and Black. I um, worked for the news section and was a crime beat reporter and knew that since I didn't have one kind of topic that, okay, I know I want to work for a food magazine or a fashion magazine, and that's going to be my thing. I kind of needed, I knew that I needed a foundation in um, like just journalism and knowing the basic skills of how to find sources and, um, you know, gather information and do research in order to become kind of an expert on whatever topic I was going to write about. And then, you know, kind of figuring out what publication or what beat or what topic would come. Um, And so as much as I valued the experience I got at the Red and Black and I learned a lot there, I quickly realized that, okay, I don't really want to go into news, like crime. I don't want to be chasing sirens all the time. Um, That's just not really my cup of tea, and I didn't want to go that route. Um, So I was able to kind of start covering a little more lifestyle brands, especially I started interning for Lori Johnson, my professor at the time. Um, And through some of her freelancing clients, I was able to like uh, research stories, get some clips through some of her freelancing clients, such as HGTV.com and the AJC. And I also interned at Flagpole. Um, And I could just kind of, I felt like I was, you know, kind of finding my niche and like I'd always been interested in design and travel. And um, so then when I was able to get an internship at HGTV in Atlanta, um, I just really felt like, okay, this is the perfect combination of me getting to use my journalism background, my writing skills, but also being more fascinated with the subject matter and getting to kind of be more creative and um, not, you know, 
kind of like writing about politics and things that stress me out. So <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> From a writing standpoint, what skills, because you mentioned, you, you know, your writing skills were, were very useful in this sort of pivot. So what skills are needed to write in an impactful way in this sector of the industry? Um, I think specifically speaking for HGTV, you know, in lifestyle media, people want um, they're consuming lifestyle content, not just to be informed, but also kind of for entertainment or inspiration. And so we often take more of like a life, uh, sorry, um, a conversational tone with our writing. So it's kind of more like, you know, like we're talking to someone, we're talking about like, you know, our favorite design trends and it's more casual. So um, that's kind of the, I guess, um, difference between news where when you're like reporting a crime story it's kind of very cut and dry and you you know learn like kind of a formula of how to report stories but um so I would say that's kind of one thing that I learned as a difference but I mean you still have to know when you're writing and you're thinking about you know whatever subject you're talking about you need to know okay well who who are the experts who are saying that this is a design trend or um you know who um, who has like tested this product that we're writing about and kind of, um, you know, you still use the same skills that you do when you're approaching a news story um, in a reporting sense or, um, you know, researching sense that you in like infuse into your writing. I wanted to ask what the value is in sort of reporting on travel and design trends, these these sort of concepts that seem very distant from someone's life. Does it connect us in a way on a global scale? Absolutely. So to me, one of the things I'm going to talk about is, um, to me, lifestyle media, lifestyle journalism is often a, a place the content is a place for people to turn to when they need a break from the news or from whatever, you know, their daily life that's stressing them out, whether that's, you know, the climate crisis or the coronavirus, things that you're um, learning about in the news. And so lifestyle, home and travel specifically, those topics are, you know, very inspirational. People want to dream about their future home and, you know, maybe they're not a homeowner yet, but they're renting an apartment and they're like pinning ideas on Pinterest about what they want their home to look like. Um, or maybe they're planning their dream vacation and they're trying to figure out how to like make it happen on their budget or whatever. Um, and so there is that inspiration, aspirational aspect of lifestyle media, but also, I mean, everyone has a home, even if it's not a dream home, everyone has a home that they can, um, you know, improve or that they can, um, you know, put art on the wall and like, you know, customize their space to fit their personality and um, better serve their life and their interests. And same with travel, like maybe everyone doesn't travel as much as others, but, you know, everyone has to travel at some point and, you know, they can use tips on navigating the airport or packing hacks or, um, you know, like when they do plan their first international trip, what do they need to do or what do they need to know? Like what destinations are trending? Where, where should they go? Um, so, even though they are kind of like aspirational and maybe don't seem as uh, critical to um, what we know about or what we read about in the news that help us make important decisions about, you know, how we vote, how we spend our money, where we shop, things like that. Um, 
everyone has a home and everyone does travel. So they are in a way very universal concepts that even if you don't have a strong interest in interior design, like you can still find something valuable in, you know, like maybe even something as simple as how to repaint your kitchen cabinets or just something that you may not know you need until you're in that situation. You're like, oh, I'm going to search for how to repaint my kitchen cabinets and you're going to go to HGTV, you know. What is your favorite part about your job? Oh, gosh. Um, I actually, I remember asking that same question to the editor that I interned for before I got my job. And what she said was the people. And that's really true for me. I get to work with a lot of really creative, collaborative people who are really smart. And um, I like a lot of different things, but that is so important no matter if you go into the news or wherever you work whether it's a small um, startup or a large corporation like the people you work with are crucial and um, influence how you actually like your job so I mean I love interior design and travel and covering those topics but you can still get burnt out on you know anything any job even if you love it so the people working with good people is really crucial Um, you know I've like heard the advice that people don't leave jobs, they leave bosses. Um, And that's another kind of extension of that where it's like, it's really crucial to be surrounded by a good positive work environment. Um, Beyond that, I just like, I really like the opportunity to kind of use my journalism background, but also be more creative and kind of get to follow trends and plan editorial content based on like SEO trending, like keywords and, um, you know, just all like it's just a fun topic so it's really it's fun when it comes to reporting on home design and and international travel that it that's maybe I'm, I'm assuming you would report on on home design and international travel in a way that you don't have a personal uh interaction with so was there a learning curve to understanding uh who were the top interior designers or uh, how to track trends that are accessible to people in Morocco or some uh some space that's that's that you're unfamiliar with totally um so i follow a ton of interior designers on instagram um i follow a lot of you know bloggers and um like celebrities i mean as a tv brand we kind of some of our experts who we turn to are people who we've Um, you know, they have their own TV shows and we kind of use their expertise internally um, to lean on for writing about trends. But um, I mean, yeah, there's so much information out there and so many people who are experts in niche categories, even if they're not, you know, famous or, you know, whatever. So um, I just follow as many people as you can and consume as much, um, you know, competitor brands in the same space that you're wanting to write about and report about. Um, And then, you know, we do a ton of like SEO research, knowing what people are searching for, um, connecting. I also have like tons of PR contacts that, you know, so Airbnb will send over data about like what kind of lodging is trending right now. So like people are really looking for, um, you know, like cabins in the woods and wanting to just get away and, um, you know, kind of recharge in nature and just trends like that. So looking to establish companies and um, brands that have, you know, do research like that. And we often stories come out of those kind of like, you know, PR pitches and um, reports and things like that. 
there's this saying that, you know, you're not your job and your job is not your identity. But I am curious to hear uh, whether or not your job has impacted the way that you lead your personal life. Yes and no. I think, um, well, I guess, yeah, I think I definitely like the subject matter. But like I said before, I you can get burnt out on it. So even though I do um, like thinking about how I'm going to redecorate my house or whatever, when I come home um, after writing about design and, you know, looking at beautiful images, I often just want to like hang out and do something totally different that's not related to my job. Um, So I think you just kind of have to have a balance. And I think what you said about your job is not your identity. I think it's our, my generation at least is very, it's easy to um, work, live to work and really kind of feel like your job needs to be your identity. But I think it's totally okay to work to live and, you know, enjoy your job, do a good job, um, hopefully like the people you work with and be prideful and, uh, or not, not prideful, but proud of your work and um, take value in what you're creating. But at the same time, you can, you know, your personal life can be totally different and you can have other parts that aren't related to your job. And um, I think that's really important because unfortunately, you know, the media industry is not always predictable and there's often layoffs. And, you know, I know tons of coworkers who have come to discovery after experiencing a layoff and that has nothing to do with like their value or their, you know, like whether or not they were good at their job. It's just the nature of the industry. And I think when those situations happen, or if you do one day have to face a layoff in the media industry, like, you know, having putting your identity just in your job is kind of that's going to make it that much harder to shift and find your next opportunity um so i think it's important to kind of develop communities outside of your job and you know whatever you're interested in or your family your friends you know like um just kind of keeping a balance is important in that vein what advice would you offer to students seeking to sort of dive into covering lifestyle full-time i think lifestyle presents an opportunity where it's really If you're interested in food or design or travel, you can really, you know, in order to um, show potential jobs or potential um, people who will hire you that you're interested in a certain topic, even if you don't have an internship or something that is a, you know, an opportunity where you're working for a large, um, well-known brand like HGTV or something, you can start a food blog or you can start you know, an Instagram account where you post what books you're reading and your reviews, like something as simple as that, that's not really, you know, it's not really a side hustle, but it's just kind of like a passion project that's your, you could explore, you know, what topic you think you want to cover, um, that if you do that, you could talk about in interviews or, um, you know, tell your, someone you're interviewing with like, oh yeah, I do this just for fun. Cause I really like it and I'm interested in it. And, um, And I think also just if you know you want to go in a certain industry and cover lifestyle, home, travel, food, read as much as you can, you know, um, see what is being created, listen to podcasts, read magazines, um, like just get as much information as you can so that because it is, although you can start your own passion project and just kind of explore what you like and what you think you might want to do to get an idea, it's also a very saturated market. So knowing what's already out there is a good way to kind of like 
come up with new ideas and what what can you bring that's different um, and make you competitive for for jobs laura thank you so much this has been a pleasure yeah thank you thank you for tuning into the lead i'm your host charlotte northworthy this episode was produced with guidance from keith herndon director of the cox institute at the university of georgia for more episodes with interesting media leaders subscribe to the lead on itunes google play or spotify until next time